two people sitting, having a conversation on the internet. You sit and think and wonder to yourself, is this a podcast? Welcome to episode five of Is This a Podcast? So today I have with me Nick Johnson, the host of the Gag on This Podcast. What, what? How are you doing today, Nick? I am doing spectacular. How are you, sir? How was your shower? Oh, it was great. Got off work, you know. I worked pretty hard today, I guess, but you know, got off work, took a nice long shower, and I'm ready to ready to record a podcast. Do you have a green screen? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah I lucky, do. You lucky fuck. Hey, you can uh, <laughs> you can get one on Amazon with the studio lighting for like a hundred bucks. Like, uh, I don't know if I, we. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna do that. Yeah, it's. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I figured I'd get it. I was just like, hey, I'm going to get a green screen. And I got it like a long time ago and never really used it. And I was like, you know what? I have all this stuff to do this. I've started with, you know, live streaming. And now I decided, fuck it. I'm going to do a podcast. Yeah, you got to get better games, bro. I've been playing Warzone. Oh, have you? Call of Duty Warzone, man. I've been on that, dude. Yeah, do you play that? No, I got the new Predator game, though. I've been fucking playing that ah what's uh what's that like um it's it's good i don't know if it's the same with uh call of duty but the servers are really fucked up like to be predator you'd have to wait five minutes to play so it's multiplayer i guess is it one of those games where like one person's the predator and he's like op and then a group of people like hunt down the predator and try to kill him or some shit yeah um do you remember friday the game friday the 13th i never played it but i remember seeing like a video trailer of it it's like the one where one person plays as jason and goes and hunts down the kid there's another game called evolve where you get to be like some crazy monster and kill people too i guess that, yeah that genre of games popular now but well yeah, it's I, i'm just waiting because uh for Friday the 13th, they came out with a story mode because they got so much shit. So hopefully, yeah. since it's by the same studio, we'll get, you know, a story mode eventually. Hmm. That's very interesting. I did not know that that game exists. I may have to look into that. It's 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 worth, uh, I think it was only 40 bucks. Certainly That's worth not too it. bad. I mean, is it in uh, beta or early access or whatever? No, it's officially released. Oh, okay. I know a lot of games nowadays are doing the whole early access thing where, where basically you pay to beta test the game. But yeah. Anyway, what I was wanting to ask you about first is, speaking of podcasts, you're the host of the Gag on This podcast. So what was it that, you know, made you want to start your podcast? Um, so I do uh, some radio on the side. And one reason I started the podcast was because I needed to get my name out there more and needed to work on, work on audio editing, work on the knowledge that comes with radio. I was friends. Um, you met Jerron. Jerron, yeah. one of our former co-hosts. He works yeah. in radio. Okay. Uh, we talked about it. And what's funny is you've seen Gag on This evolve from yeah. me and Jerron and Rob to me, Rob, and Danny. Originally, it was just supposed to be me and Jerron. Yeah. And then Rob just sort of pulled a Danny and fucking stayed on. <laughs> just came in as a guest and kind of never left. Yeah, and then Jerron wanted to do acting. Um, but what's cool about the podcast is we can say whatever the fuck we want and do whatever we want. This is true. <laughs> Plus, uh, one thing, too, is... Um, I wanted to get the name of the Sacramento comedy scene out there a little bit more because okay. it is, it is very underrated. So I figured there's always going to be comedians, people doing open mics. So it's just going to oh, be yeah. a slew of guests forever. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I mean, hell, that's how you and I met buddy. Oh yeah, exactly that. And I have to say that it was on your podcast where I like 100% decided that comedy is what I want to do. Cause I was like, if I get to do cool shit like this and just hang out and talk with people, yeah, I want to do this. Well, so, you, yeah. were, you were great. I mean, I remember they were like, um, I forgot who was on, but 
they wanted Morty on, and I was like, no, 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 let's let's get this guy up here. It it was Asia May because Danny had those tickets to the Pink concert and couldn't go and gave them to Asia May, and she went instead. So she left early, and I it was my first time at Blacktop, so I had came up there, and I remember because I sat outside on the couch because I didn't know I didn't want to disturb y'all because I didn't know it was cool to come in. And I just remember hearing y'all talking about weird shit, like, oh, some weird sex shit. That's all I know. (laughs) But, yeah, then I talked to you outside, and you asked me to be on the podcast, and here we are today. Yeah, thank God we went with you, because you are a fucking character, dude. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah, (laughs) I I, I try to be. I don't like to be. uh, Being normal is boring. It's boring. And I, I, I find it very hard to find someone with such a thick accent like yours that does not have a story (laughs) (laughs) yeah i I guess so i mean sometimes when i listen to my voice i don't really hear it all that much because you know it's my voice but i guess it's really thick for do we have do we have an accent do we have a california accent um not really i mean because you know most people like in movies a lot of people are from california that do acting and shit like that and a lot of people use their just regular voice that i guess maybe that's something that you're used to hearing being from the south i don't Mm. know that's just my take on it that's my hot take on it (laughs) 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 yeah uh but yeah the the gag on this podcast man you should definitely check it out um you mentioned radio that's actually something else that i wanted to talk to you a little bit about like you working in radio i mean what are you actually doing in radio like hosting or something of that that nature yeah so uh, i am the midday personality for it's a radio station that's located in gainesville florida but it's also online it's called play fm i do the 10 a.m to 2 shift uh, monday through friday Okay. And it's actually live and stuff like that? No, um, this may come to a shock to most people, but the majority of radio now is pre-recorded. If you have a Sirius XM satellite, all those shifts are pre-recorded. They do it at their home like I do. Um, The only, like there's maybe four or five live people um, currently, but you'll get people like... uh, when I worked at Entercom, the midday guy there would record for a station in Seattle and then would record for a station in St. Louis. Huh. But you have to sound, you know, like you're local. That's odd that they would well, – I mean, I know some places there's probably people that have hosts that don't have to do that. Is that just like a stipulation of the radio station? Is that like you have to sound like – like if you were doing one in the South, which you do yours in Florida, but I guess Florida, Florida's part of the South, but it's not because there's all it's, different kinds of accents in Florida. It's like the cousin. Yeah. It's, it's such a melting pot of just, yeah. It's like yeah. a transplant state because it's like the East coast, pretty much the closest you're going to get to California on the East coast. All I can say is like California, except way more humid possibly. Cause it's pretty tropical climate in some areas, but yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it, it's not necessarily a, a given uh, that you have to sound local, but that's one thing they stipulate. And that's how radio is going simply because it's cheaper. Um, you know, instead of hiring three people to do three live shifts in a different spot, you hire one guy to do a live shift in one spot and then pre-record in two. And just change it up for each spot. Just get the local news and read that stuff. Man, like you never, never would have thought that. Well, I, I know that le, the some of the stuff was pre-recorded because I've hung out with Danny and she's did some of the spots, I guess, for the station that you do, like yeah, the little I don't know what they're called, advertisements or whatever, or just the spots in between, like this is Play FM and now here's Chevelle or some shit. Yeah, 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 exactly. She'll, yeah, yeah, but it's I mean it's it's a sort of a ends to a means. Because nobody, you're going to be hard-pressed to find any station that will hire an overnight guy anymore. Those jobs just don't exist. So if anybody wants to get into radio, look for an internet radio station or an LP, which is a low-powered station. Mm -hmm. You can do it from your home. That gives you the 
experience. It gives you air checks. It also, um, you're also, you know, you're working with someone that actually is getting paid by a radio station to do it. Um, so they have worked in radio, so they'll give you pointers, um, and they'll help you out. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. I, the only weird thing is when I first got into it, um, I'm not a huge like top 40 fan. Um, yeah. But as it's gone on, I really do love top 40. But there is def- different ways of uh, talking on the radio. Like if you're talking mm-hmm. on rock, my voice currently is uh, a rock voice. Like no overmodulation. But if you're on top 40, you got to talk like this. You got to be excited. And like, yeah. oh, we're having a good time. Poppy happy music. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like. What about a country station, though? I mean, I've listened to country music because I'm from the South. I particularly hate it, but I don't know. It, like, the country stations are always just, I don't know. With I country, was- the weird thing with country is, because I've applied to a bunch of country stations, and they're one of the few radio stations where it's like, no, you have to like country. You have to live the country life in order to be on the air. I mean, I could kind of believe that, I guess. That's like, that sounds like some redneck shit. Well, yeah, I mean, if, <laughs> if you and not, like, if you're a listener and I'm like, yeah, so I was, I was hunting the other day and uh, I bagged this pig. Like, does that even sound believable? <laughs> no. <laughs> exactly. No. <laughs> no. I, I, I hear you. Which, uh, which would you, did you like better? You said you did rock and top 40 or just the top 40s i did uh classic rock for a little over a year and then i've mm-hmm. been doing this station for a little over a year um the classic rock was i mean it was it was fine because i didn't have to you know over modulate or anything i like top 40 because it's helped me yeah develop a radio personality it's also helped me because the weird thing is like you and i were looking at a screen right yeah you're doing this just out into the ether so you're just yelling into yeah. a mic and you have to act like you're excited and act like you're talking to a person like for a long time i have a picture of my parents and my fiance up on the mantle mm-hmm. i would look at them when i did my breaks like i was talking to a person top 40 helped me with that with classic rock i could be looking at the ground just be like so that was led zeppelin on uh, 96.9 the eagle right now we got aerosmith <laughs> okay versus me trying to have like a you know conversation with someone it's weird uh even danny um i don't know if you've had danny on but when if you have her on bring her on and ask her about that because yeah she was like how do you it's so weird to do and i'm like it is (laughs) you get used to it though yeah okay that was that was very very interesting i never knew some of that stuff about radio that was uh very informative let's go ahead and move on to something else by the way what what headset you got this is a corsair gaming headset Mm. yeah is it it looks wireless right yeah yeah it's wireless wireless bluetooth that's got some pretty good sound on it yeah, it sounds sounds pretty good. But what I've noticed with Zoom, the sound quality on Zoom is amazing because I was going to try to record through my streaming software and it doesn't sound anywhere near as good. Yeah, I mean, some of the it depends on what what the person's actually using. Like if they're using a headset or, you know, on one of our episodes, we had Stephen Fury who was using his phone microphone. Oh. And you can tell it's like, oh, just get a mic, please. Yeah, I had a episode where somebody was doing that on their phone, and you could hear like stuff banging every now and again and whatnot. But oh, yeah. it welcome was to fun. the world. Welcome to the world of podcasts, buddy. You'll uh, <laughs> you'll be every time that happens on my podcast. I'm just like, fuck, that's an edit. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't even think about that but sometimes i'll kind of make mental notes of editing and stuff like that because yeah i like to try to edit as soon as i'm done with an episode it's just like get into editing what do you use audacity i actually use davinci resolve 16 oh okay yeah it uh it works pretty good and put some effects and stuff in there like that it, 
and I mean, everything I learned about it, YouTube videos, that's the only reason I know how to do any of this stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Photoshop. I learned from uh, the series. You suck at Photoshop. It's like 14 different things, but it's all two minute clips. And he's just, first of all, he's funny. And then, yeah, he tells you what to do. And that's YouTube has everything. I mean, you could probably learn how to make a bomb on YouTube. You can learn how to make uh, Mentos bombs. There's plenty of videos of people dropping Mentos and Diet Pepsi. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where were we at? Okay, I was going to move on to the next topic. Yes. Correct. Okay. Now, just a few more. I have like six topics. We've got, we've went through two. And... I want to move on to this one. This one's one I've asked everyone that I've had on the show. So are there any crazy or out there drug experiences that you've had in yeah. your life? Like memorable, crazy stuff. Just share with us one. I, I, I just, I, I love to hear about people's crazy experiences on drugs. I mean, or alcohol, either one. No, I mean, uh, uh, mushrooms that I have one experience in particular where we, we got the mushrooms and then we went to Carl's jr. Oh, and for a while there, they had like $2 off coupons and we found out that, um, they stopped it early. And I think it's because of us, because we stole easily like a stack that thick of them. And we found out the last three letter numbers are always 904. So you could put whatever numbers you wanted it as long as it ended in 904. So since we had a bunch of those coupons, we went to Carl's Jr. Got, I got a spicy chicken with um, extra buffalo sauce on it. Uh -huh. And you put the mushrooms in the sandwich, you know, and you eat it because mushrooms taste like fucking feet. <laughs> yeah. And I had, I had three of those. So then we end up going to this fucking random lot and the guy who was supposed to babysitting me ended up getting drunk he left us so i'm freaking out because first of all we're alone we're tripping the other guy i'm tripping with ends up walking off and um i see him and he falls into a river what the like, fuck? Not like well all right not like a raging river but like a creek that's like okay not moving and full of yeah. just shitty water okay he falls in. I call my friend and I'm like, I fucking lost. I lost him. His name was Easton. I was like, I lost Easton. I don't, I don't know what's going on. And my friend's drunk. So he's just like, I, and hangs up on me. So I'm already, I'm freaking out even more. Finally, I guess he was with some of our friends. They drove by, picked us up, picked up Easton, who was covered in shitty water. <laughs> we then went to the Taco Bell because they were hungry. And, I remember my, my stomach kind of rumbling. So I go to the bathroom and uh, I found out that uh, buffalo sauce tends to give me explosive diarrhea. <laughs> so oh, I'm, man. I'm in the Taco Bell bathroom peeking, just shitting my brains out. <laughs> and I don't know why I did this, but I looked down to see, you know, like what I produced. Yeah. And it was all red. So oh. the, fir the first thing I, I thought was like, oh, my God, I'm bleeding out my ass. I'm going to die. That's – oh, man. Oh, no. Oh, oh. it gets so much better. <laughs> I call my friend in the bathroom, and I'm like, dude, you got to come take a look at my shit. And he's like, no, I'm not. I was like, dude, I think I'm dying. And he's like, okay, I'll be there. You know, roughly five seconds or something pass. I hear a knock at the door. It's my friend. I get up, pants around the ankle. I open the door. <laughs> And it's this old lady wanting to use the bathroom. And I, I can only imagine her, her surprise because, like, it's me, pants down, just dick hanging out, just eyes wide because I'm peeking. And I shut the door immediately. I wipe up. I go outside. I'm like, I go to my friend. I'm like, dude, what the fuck, man? I thought you were going to check. And he's like, there was no way I was going to check your shit. <laughs> oh, and then after that, I think we just ended up smoking weed. And But that was... And what's nuts is that was only a six-hour day. Holy shit. Well, you know, you've done shrooms. You know oh, that God, yeah. time yeah. just slows to a crawl. The peak is, like, the part where it's, like, time is just, like, how long has it been? And, yeah, it's just you lose track of time. But afterwards, it's, like, when you're coming down off the peaks, just that chill where you can 
I like walking after coming down, but yeah. Speaking of the drive-through experience with mushrooms, I have a funny story that happened at a drive-through while I was on mushrooms. So I had went with uh, Nick V to the drive-through at Hardee's, and I was uh, not. No, it wasn't Hardee's. It was. I think it was Taco Bell. It was Taco Bell. I was gonna say Sacramento doesn't have a Hardee's, do we? No, no. It was. You said Carl's Jr. and Hardee's got on my brain, but no, it was Taco Bell because they were. I was driving, he was sitting in the passenger seat, and the lady at the window, he had asked her something about Doritos Locos Tacos. And they get into this just long, heated-ass conversation back and forth, and I'm just, like, sitting there like this, tripping, and my in my mind, I'm like, they're fucking really sitting here having a goddamn conversation about Doritos Locos tacos. And I fucking lost it and started laughing my ass off. The lady in the drive through got fucking pissed because she thought I was laughing at her. And yeah, we got her food and hopefully nobody spit at it. Well, and the crazy thing about that is like, I remember I witnessed an argument on shrooms once and it was one of those things like in my head, I'm like, is this really happening? Is it just me that's overreacting to it? Like what's going, it's yeah. Shrooms, they, Oh my God. I only did them three times and that was enough. Oh, I've did uh did them my fair share since moving out here. I just I've, don't like, like losing all function. This is true. Like, uh, you have to, like, when you're doing them especially, you have to have a connection back to reality. You need that tether, whether it's just, like, a voice on the phone or something. Because I've had trips where, like, I was losing it. I was like, okay, I need to talk to somebody. So I called one of my friends at, like, 3 a.m. and talked to him for, like, however long my trip lasted. And, yeah, it was the only time I ever did I ate the mushrooms. Well, that's why it boggles my mind when – um like parents will do mushrooms. Cause I'm like, what if your kid goes to the hospital? Like you gotta, you can, there's no sobering up for mushrooms. Like, <laughs> uh, well, once the peak's over, I don't know. That's the, it's like after a certain point, you can, you're kind of coherent. You don't, I don't know. I don't really think about it all that much. I just really go into my head a lot like that. And that's bad. That can be good and bad, but you do learn stuff about yourself on psychedelics a lot. Okay. Yeah. I learned I fucking shit a ton. <laughs> I know sometimes the day after a mushroom trip, I'll have some problems with my stomach. My friend know. used to smoke them, and I never understood that. I had someone say that they had smoked them, and I'm just like, what, how was it? I, I haven't tried that. And they were like, well, it kind of felt like it hit quicker, which – with those, if you eat them and you haven't ate, it hits you quicker. But if you have food, of course, it's going to take longer. Yeah. But yeah. Mushrooms are great. <laughs> There's are definitely. You are you listening, public? <laughs> they should legalize them everywhere. I mean, microdosing, man. Like, microdosing's actually. I know back I was like microdosing a couple weeks and it really helped me out with like my mood and stuff. It like brought me up when I was down, you know. Mm -hmm. so yeah they give you the giggles sometimes <laughs> but that it's one of those things that you i don't know my I, I don't have the want to do them all the time because like before i take them a lot of times it's like is this gonna be like a bad experience because i have had bad experiences on them you know but yeah my just, friend that friend easton mm -hmm. um he ended up not like going off the deep end, like, you know, sh shooting Coke or anything, but he got heavy into mushrooms to where he would. One time I was with him, he was carrying around a pound of mushrooms, just a oh, pound. Oh, shit. And when I, I was like, what the, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I eat some every day. This dude was eating. <laughs> Let me carry my pound of mushrooms around. I'm fucking Super Mario. God damn. Well, and then what he, he did everything weird with him. He would eat little under an eighth every day oh wow but then the powder at the end he would make a tea with because i guess the powder is supposed to be more potent and then he ended up ran i guess there's a mushroom in, that grows in arizona that gets you fucked up and he ended up just moving to arizona for that mushroom huh that's crazy man yeah so easton if you're watching 
I hope you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, speaking of eating them, you said you put them on the spicy buffalo chicken sandwich. Now, what I, how I like to ingest mine is peanut butter. I hear, yeah, I hear that it's, a lot. It's like, it's almost like eating a peanut butter and cracker with the crackliness. And yeah, that's the best way I could describe it. It, it makes it more bearable. Well, I've heard definitely. that and I've heard it um, like absorbs most of the, like the peanut butter is pretty much all you taste. Yeah, pretty much. Like you can't really taste the, uh, the thing. Peanut butter is really good with that, with anything like it, with edibles too, like weed edibles. If you use the butter, a lot of times you get that strong weed taste in the edibles and the peanut butter kind of cuts that out. I mean, it's a hint of it's there, but a lot of times peanut butter will just, you know, cut it out. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. It, yeah. At least in my, my personal opinion, everybody not, might not share that opinion, but you know, that's me. Let's yeah, if, go you, ahead. if you don't share that opinion, why don't you comment on this YouTube video? I'd be curious. Yeah, if you don't share this opinion, you're wrong. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I've got a, another topic that I've asked on every episode to everyone, and it's usually it's about poor life decisions. I know that I've made a lot. Are there any that you've made that you've like learned something from that you'd like to share or anything like that? Like, you know, something that you like you made that stupid decision is like, okay, I know that that fucked me up, so I shouldn't do that shit again. Oh, not like I almost died doing something. Yeah, that's that kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> that's a I'll I'll I'm intrigued, sir. Fuck, there's you you got the wrong you got the right guy for this. There's so many fucked up things I did, man. Um, I think the youngest thing that really I I'm shocked I didn't die from is we had a pool growing up in the Bay Area, like a community pool. Mm -hmm. And around it were all these uh was a fence with just spikes. And yeah. we were playing uh, tennis or something, and the ball went into the pool. And I was like, no, I, I'll get it. So I, I, like, climbed over four different fences of, like, really sharp spikes where if I fell, they would have impaled me because they did cut my arm. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, that's the earliest one. But other than that, drinking and driving, like, all the goddamn time. I am gotcha. shocked I do not have a DUI. There was one time I was driving home. And I was driving and the guy sitting in the passenger seat just was smoking weed. He could have yeah. driven, but I was he like, was... no, I'm, I'm driving. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, when I got drunk, nobody would, could take my keys except maybe the cops. But luckily that didn't happen. Yeah. But I remember driving and I was like, I think I got to puke. I think I'm too drunk. And he's like, oh, let me drive. And I was like, no, fuck you. And I just <laughs> roll the window down and I puke as we're going down the, uh, the street. I come in and I'm like, I think I'm good. And I was like, nope. And then I puke again and I ended up turning the wheel a little bit as I puke. So we kind of went into incoming traffic and then I swerved back out. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> driving, man. I drove a... drunk. I actually drove while drinking and my rationale for drinking a Budweiser while driving was like, ah, it looks like a Coke can. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I've, fucking stupid I was, man. I I was I was stupid too. Now I'd have, I'd never got a DUI or anything like that either. But I have actually been pulled over while I was drinking and kind of intoxicated and got away with it. But it was like a crazy story because I was with my friend and we were riding. He was actually driving. I'm sitting in the passenger seat. He had never drove before in his life. I was like, I'll teach you how to drive guy, you know, get in here and just drive. So, you know, we're driving and I have a bottle of champagne and I'm drinking and we pass a cop and he's like, I just passed a cop. You need to throw that out. He's going to follow us. <laughs> I was like, okay. So I throw it out and we drive down. He's a little ways back. So we pull over to the side and we switch drivers because he doesn't have a license. So we continue driving and we get to his house while the police are following us. We pull into his house, get out of the car and are going inside and the police pull up and like put their lights on and are like, Hey, 
And at that point, you know, they're coming up and talking to us. And one of our friends is with us and he is like extremely fucked up. Like to the point where like, he's like dumb. And my friend basically convinced the police officers that he was mentally challenged. (laughs) My friend's dad comes out on the porch and he's basically like, what are you guys doing here? And he's like, they're out of their car. What are you doing? And the cops basically fucked off and left. Was this, was this at uh, your hometown? This was actually in Alabama. This is Athens, Alabama. It was a small town. It was still a small town. It was bigger than the town I came from, but it was still a small town. Now, the story continues because after that, his mom worked at Walmart, and we're like, let's go see your mom at Walmart. So we leave and go to Walmart, and we're on our way to Walmart, and the same two cops pull us over, like, as we leave. <laughs> and we get out the car. They're like, do their little field sobriety test. I, I pass it. And they're, like, patting us down. And my friend's with me. And my friend's gay. And as the pigs – pig? <laughs> yeah, as the, yeah, as the police are patting him down, he's like, oh, piggy, don't touch me like that. You might give me a boner. And at that point, the cops are just like, oh, okay, you guys are clean. Let's, uh, let's go. And we're just like, <laughs> okay. So we get in the car go to Walmart and see his mom. And that was the end of that story with my close call and (laughs) intoxicated driving. (laughs) Small towns are good for that though. I mean, I know a bunch of people, uh, you know, in AA that they'll talk about being drunk in a small town. The cops are just like, ah, make it home safe. (laughs) Yeah, kind of. I know that. That would never happen here in SAC. Oh no, they you, they'd probably take you and like beat you with the hose and throw you under the jail or something. Yeah. <laughs> like back home, I mean, in small towns all you have to do is ride around and do stupid shit like that. It's like it's sad, but that's small town life. There's stuff to do out here though. Anyway, let's move on mm-hmm. from the the poor life choices and get into another topic let's uh racism no no <laughs> no <laughs> um what were uh i'm just curious about this. this is a totally random topic what were some of your favorite toys as a kid oh dude uh sock and bop and robots for one uh-huh um i mean of course we you know we grew up in the uh, age of sega and nintendo so those were always good. Yeah. But as far as outside toys, uh, yeah. I don't know. That's kind of a toughie as far as my favorite outside yeah. toy. Mm, I don't know. I mean, Frisbee, does that count as a toy? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I rode BMX bikes a lot. Does that count as a toy? That's a bike. I don't know if that could technically it counts as a toy maybe if it's like one of those miniature kid bikes it counts as a toy <laughs> oh yeah no well i mean, I mean when, you're, when you're six feet tall and you're riding a short bike then yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh how about like action figures did you ever or did you go through that phase with action figures and whatnot oh yeah we had the wrestling action figures i had undertaker i had kane um my brother had like the ultimate warrior, Macho Man. Um, nobody had Brett the Hitman Hart. We had his sunglasses though. We bought oh, wow. his. We bought Brett the Hitman Hart sunglasses. I do remember that. That's awesome. But yeah, I think every every boy. I mean, if it's not GI Joe's, it's something yes. to that effect. Yes. That and the speaking of the wrestling uh, toys i remember the really old wrestling toys the uh wwf ones that were totally rubber and they like you couldn't move them and it's like i don't know they were cool i don't know if you remember those i don't know if you're as old as i am but those and i also remember masters of the universe the he-man toys oh yes yes yeah i we had those too yes he-man no but i i remember we also had the wwf now some of the people watching are like what's that that's what the World Wrestling Federation was. It's not World Wrestling Entertainment bullshit. Before, World, 
Yeah, wildlife fun. Yeah, Fuck you. Before those damn hippies had to come and ruin everything. Oh my! And I mean, come on. WWF was way more recognizable than the World Wildlife Foundation. True, true that. I, mean, I didn't, I didn't know, honestly know they existed until that whole ordeal happened. Yeah, it's bullshit. But we actually had the plush um, toys, uh, well, like the plush sort of. I guess they're like teddy bears, the ones you sleep with. I had Macho Man and my brother had, um, uh, fuck, what's his name? The one with the paint. Ultimate Warrior? No, he Sting. Sting? Oh, okay. Yeah, he had the Sting one. Like the wrestling buddies. I think my brother had those, and I'm wanting to say he had a Hulk Hogan one. Oh, God, yeah. You can go anywhere with that fucking Hulk Hogan. I got a question for you since we're on wrestling. Okay. Because um, I've been watching this thing called Dark Side of the Ring. Have you heard of it? I actually watched the one on Chris Benoit because I had saw somebody post something about it on Facebook, and I was like, that, that I want to check that out. So I watched that one, and it was, uh, it was pretty good. I'm going to probably check the rest of them out at some point. Yeah, season one is great. Season two is going to be, I think, even better because it's been mm -hmm. better so far. Like the Chris Benoit one was amazing. But I was talking to Danielle because Mankind gets interviewed in one of them. Oh, wow. Uh, Mick Foley. And I was talking to my fiance about the best match ever. And I want to know what your best match is. But my best match, hands down, in history, will always be Undertaker versus Mankind, Hell in the Cell. Dude, you can't. You can't argue that one bit. That's one of the greatest matches that I've ever seen in my lifetime. I mean, yeah. there that was just such a long match, and Mankind endured such punishment in that. Like, he, he got his ass beat that whole match pretty much, and it was a good match. Like, I've never seen anything like it. Ever. I don't think we ever will. I mean – um, she pulled up a new Hell in the Cell, what it looks like, and Mankind got chokeslammed by The Undertaker straight through the, the fence. So yeah. now they've, they've doubled it up, so there's no way the fence will break. So I don't think we'll see something that good anymore. That, that, that probably wasn't – that wasn't planned, was it? No, no. It no, was that not. wasn't planned at all. That was just an accident that happened. I bet Vince McMahon was like, oh, fuck. But he's like, oh, it's Mick Foley. But what's insane is he wrestled for 20 minutes after that. He went down, he dislocated his shoulder, got knocked out, paramedics checked on him, and then Undertaker just fucking comes down and they start wrestling again. It's insane. He was like one of the, I don't know, I, I don't know. He didn't have like that athleticism per se, but he could take a fucking beating. Yeah. That was what he was good at was taking a beating. <laughs> he yeah. could fuck, he so, was he was by far i mean fuck hulk hogan he was my wrestler of all time growing up like he's one of my favorite wrestlers just because like the amount of punishment like just like that as wrestling goes like ecw all the uh, hardcore stuff was always what i enjoyed just because you know they would like actually bleed in that it's like you got people getting barbed wire just ground into their head i don't know but you'll like cool. you'll like uh dark side of the ring does one on fuck, who's the black guy that was in ecw oh new jack yeah they do I, a whole episode on new jack dude it is insane <laughs> you have to watch it especially because they interview him and yeah they talk about the um the mass transit match oh so good I don't think I've – I don't know about that match. Oh, I, well, I'm not going to tell you about it. You'll just have to watch it. <laughs> all I remember about New Jack, he was in the Gangsters. His tag team partner was Mufasa or something like that. And he used to come out to the fucking ring with a stapler and staple dollar bills to motherfuckers' heads. <laughs> yeah, dude. That guy was nuts, man. <laughs> dude. What, like, a, <laughs> man, a lot of wrestlers are freaking nuts from what I've seen. It seems like they're almost just as fucked up as comedians. I I would wager. It's except more athletic, probably. <laughs> yeah, but then you got to look at what comedian has um, left the ring and then done porn. I mean, look at China. Hmm, true. It, didn't she die? Yes, yeah, she did. 
she did die. Wasn't she in a porn with uh, X-Pac or whatever his name is? Yeah, the, the sex tape. That was the first one. And then she got paid millions to do. It was like a... Um, it was like a WrestleMania spoof porn, and then she was in an Avengers spoof porn. <laughs> wow. Yeah, the it was what? A uh, Hundred Nights in China, I think was the sex tape name. Huh. Looks like there's going to be a bunch of stuff I have to watch at this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, let's, uh, what else do we have now? We've been through that. I've got, I think, one more thing. We've been through so much. It seems like it hasn't been that long. But the last last topic, I've asked this to a, to a few of my guests. I think there's only one that I didn't ask. But what was your experience like in high school? What was that like for you? Uh, in high school, it was great. Great? Uh, high, yeah, in high school, it was because we moved up here in 2000. So I was in the ninth grade. Ninth or tenth, one mm -hmm. of those grades. Um, and yeah, because I grew up in the Bay Area, I got picked on mercilessly. I was like this just short, fat kid. And then when we moved up here, nobody knew who I was then. Mm -hmm. But I grew into my weight essentially. Um, I had a huge growth spurt, so I thinned mm -hmm. out. Um, it was weird because back in the Bay, people didn't accept my sense of humor. Didn't accept I was like weird and goofy. Come up here, and everybody just accepts it. And then I got an internship for a radio station and just turned into a big whore. <laughs> I got fucking, I wish I still had the pick. I got frosted tips like fucking Sugar Ray, dude. Oh my God. <laughs> I had that for a whole year and a half, man. It was, oh. <laughs> I know there was that one picture that you had posted on your Facebook page where your hair was blonde and it looked like you kind of had the bowl cut going on. That was in the Bay Area, yeah. That was? That, that was my eighth grade picture. Okay. I had so, bleached my hair. That was actually right before I got a perm. A perm. Oh, yeah, I got a perm twice. Uh, the first <laughs> time it didn't take because I, I bleached my hair way too much. Huh? Then I moved up here, and my hair got long, and I permed it up here, and it looked uh, like a burnt piece of broccoli. Oh, that's funny. Now, did you, did you ever rock the mullet, speaking of hair? No, my brother did. My brother did the, not necessarily a mullet, but where it's, it comes to like a rat's tail. Oh, God, a rat yeah, tail. Yeah, he, he rocked that. But that was also when New Kids on the Block rocked it. So, like, Donnie Wahlberg uh, had it, so it was cool. I know that, yeah, I had a mullet, and I thought it was cool when I was a kid. But my brother... He, I, he had a rat tail. I think rat tails are fucking stupid. Like when, <laughs> when I was an adult, I looked at my mom and I'm like, mom, thank you for not letting me have a rat tail. And she was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but my brother, he had a rat tail one time and I used to give him shit about it. Cause it looked stupid. I was like, it was like, his name's Terry Lee. I was like, Terry Lee, it looks like your head's taking a dump. <laughs> <laughs> because he had it all shaved and just this little patch of hair on the back i'm like no you i know what's hilarious is he probably looked in the mirror and was like i look fucking good <laughs> probably <laughs> probably like me with my mullet well was, i had a friend uh my friend jeff in high school had a mullet ever since uh i believe they said sixth grade oh wow he always had a mullet and when we asked him why he was just like yeah because it's it's funny. It's hair. I mean, it'll grow back if I don't like it. But yeah, he had it all through high school. Yeah. This guy also, he wore a full face ski mask to school once, like with just the eyes and the mouth cut out. What? And yeah, they, they, thought, they thought he was coming to shoot the school up. <laughs> that was, oh my, that was a great morning. Oh, wow. Came to school with a ski mask on. Well, That's I mean, to his credit, it was winter, and it, okay, was, okay. it was quite cold. Okay. Yeah, it's not like it was the summer. That would be weird. Summer yeah, time, yeah. The ski mask. This is like, yeah, without context, that's kind of weird. That's not as bad, but they still got onto him, even though it was wintertime? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I went, to, I went to Wood Creek, and they were very uptight about a lot of shit. Like, I wore a Hawaiian shirt unbuttoned, and uh, they almost sent me home. 
that's that's ooh, showing a little bit of the chest hair that you probably didn't have then. I had nothing. I still don't have chest hair, man. <laughs> oh well, sorry. <laughs> but I got I got titties. I got bigger titties than you, bitch. Yeah. I've actually lost a little more weight. I was checking my weight at work today because we have those pallet jacks and I feel like uh, last I weighed was 269 and uh, if it's not lying, I'm down to 240. Well, good for so, you. I was going to say, it looks like you've lost some weight. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not really trying. I just, you know, I don't, I don't eat as much and I, I actually have been walking and exercising. I try to walk once a day unless I like work and I'm doing something physically, you know, strenuous. And then I like, I don't feel like walking. I've worked all day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you get your activity at work. So that counts. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely get my activity at work. Cause I'm one of those people that when I work, I go get the job done. What else do you got for me? You know? So if I get all this shit done, I can go home. <laughs> well, yeah, not only that, it makes time go. I, I never understood people that would prefer to just stand there. And I'm like, time goes by so slow when you're not doing anything. True. I've learned that as I've gotten older. I've learned that keeping busy makes time go by because you start doing something and just lose track of it. Exactly. <laughs> like we probably have here because, man, this has been a, a good episode. I'm having a good time, man. I appreciate you. Uh, yeah, how many how many minutes are you trying to go for your episodes? Uh, like most of them have, uh, after editing, have been at least 30 minutes. Like, oh yeah, I think we're right on par with that. Yeah, and I usually I, I mean about ready to close it out. So what I'll do at the end is just like you know, what do you have going on, man? I mean, any plans for the future with the gag on this podcast or anything like that? You got anything coming up you want to let anybody know about? Basically, plug your plug anything you got going on, dude. Plugs. Uh, uh, follow me on Twitter at the Big Nick J. Um, I get on, into some craziness over there. Also, I'm on Reddit. I don't know if people can add people on Reddit. I'm still relatively new. I just look at it because uh, Reddits are hilarious. If you're not familiar with them, definitely check them out. Um, Gag on this podcast uh, drops new episodes every Monday. We interview a different comedian. Um, sometimes we'll have comedians back. Like we got you in what, May or June, May. Right? I think it's May 20th, I believe. I have to check my calendar, but yeah. Yeah, because you're right sure. around the same time as Josh Means. I think yeah. the week after. Um, so uh, we'll have David on. We're releasing uh, our podcasts on YouTube. Go check them out, our YouTube channel, Gag on This Podcast. And then uh, Facebook, social media, uh, Twitter, Instagram is Gag on This underscore pod. Facebook, Gag on This pod. Go there, like us. Even if you don't like our podcast, just give us a like. It looks good. It doesn't, you know, it makes me have better self-esteem when I see we're getting likes. Uh, let's see. Other than that, fuck this quarantine's got dick going on, man. <laughs> well, and, and, and what sucks is I got laid off in February. So this is like the perfect fucking storm of me to find a job. Nobody wants to hire. Uh, that is true. Now you're saying, uh, that you're the gag on this podcast. God, I was going to ask you something. Oh yeah. <laughs> the bag of dicks. Do y'all still, uh, are y'all still doing the bag of dicks thing? No, that... unfortunately. No, we, they bag of dicks is a great company. Definitely check them out. The original bag of dicks. Um, they were our first affiliate sponsor. They helped out tremendously with giveaways. And then they sort of fell off the face of the earth. Like we tried contacting them. I recorded some commercials and I wanted to see which one they would use and nothing. Uh, so we now have a new affiliate sponsor, which is uh, ballsy brand ball wash. Oh, Oh yeah. Nut rub, cologne, ball guard, ball wash. There's a wow. sack spray. It's it. If you're quarantined and you don't want to shower, but you want your nut smelling fresh, look up ballsy brand ball wash, man. Oh wow! So, are, is this a is this a personal use testimonial of a? Do you use the product? Oh, I do. I use it extensively. Nut rub cologne, not so much, just because I just don't take care of myself that well. But um, <laughs> I have the sack spray. Think of it as like banaca. You remember banaca? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Like, like the breast spray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like banaca for your balls, man. You just. You're good to go. Gold Bond's the same. It's like an Altoid for your nuts. Well, they don't sponsor our podcast. So. 
<laughs> okay, fair so enough. Fuck gold bond. Actually, gold bond no, medicated powder needs yeah. to give me some money for just advertising him on my podcast. I was about to say, I'd, I, I was going to be like, no, don't fuck gold bond. We'll totally take your money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> give me an ad, gold bond. Gold bond medicated powder. i gotta say man thanks for having me on it's so nice to do a podcast where i'm not the one that has to research or deal with the editing and all that afterwards well i mean not really a whole lot of research goes into this but i just you know like learning stuff about people and talking to people that are that are cool interesting people well and i gotta say man i'm i'm happy to see the trajectory you've been on i mean from going from you know a random guy with an accent on our podcast to doing shows doing comedy competitions you're traveling i mean that's pretty fucking awesome so hopefully when the quarantine ends you can just pick it right back up and keep it going oh i plan on it man i want got some stuff i want to do when things come back i want to put on my own show you doing any zoom shows i haven't done a zoom show yet I mean, I'm open to doing one. I just need to reach out and talk to somebody about that. I really have a problem reaching out to people, though. Just something in my mind tells me that I'm bothering them when I'm probably not. But that's just me overthinking stuff, you know. Yeah, well, and if um, I heard you say you wanted to put on a show. If you ever need any help, we just had Derek Dozier on. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've met him. Yeah, yeah, I've met him that dude is a wealth of knowledge when it comes to producing shows like on on the episode that's going to be released monday Mm -hmm. we talked um he gave us tons of things we could do if we wanted to do like a live podcast recording with audience he's like you could do this game or you can start it like this he's just a fucking wealth of knowledge and he's willing to yeah and he's willing to help anybody he said so if you ever i mean if if you just want to hit him up and just spitball with him i think that'd be fucking awesome maybe have him on the podcast because you know is this even a podcast that's a good question that's a deep question by the way is Is this this a a podcast i don't know (laughs) what else would what the fuck else would it be i don't know what's (laughs) well i'll have to look up the definition of a podcast and get back to you on that for white people talking (laughs) (laughs) there's not four of us so this this technically could be a conversation that was recorded with consent or was this consensual (laughs) you get rid of your background you're actually in a jail and this is a zoom from one of those fucking phones (laughs) (laughs) it's my burner phone (laughs) somebody had to smuggle it in their prison pocket (laughs) I wonder, yeah, those phones probably smell pretty funny. <laughs> hey, if it sends a dick pic, I'd do it. <laughs> oh. Well, anyway, man, I do thank you so much for being on. This has been a great show, and I'd love to have you back sometime. I look forward to being on on the Gag on This podcast again. And thank you very much, man. I'm going to go ahead and end it there, all right? Sounds good. Take it easy, buddy. All right, man. Thanks for watching, guys. Like, share, subscribe, comment, tell me what you thought. Follow me on Twitch at the Southern Reject. Thanks. Have a good day.